and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I'm your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And we are in an episode in November. What, what? Is it Norse November already? It is. And the reason we're so late on this episode, and we really only did like two cryptids in our cryptid road trip. We took a detour. Yeah, to get married. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, your, uh, your favorite. Got married last month. Your uh, podcasting partners are now lawful Legally partners. Legally binding. We're, we're mar- martial, marital law. Yeah. Marital. Maritime law. <laughs> <laughs> we operate outside of international bounds. We are martial marital maritime law. law. <laughs> so that's why we were super busy and we only did two cryptids. We really want to do more. We really intended for the cryptid road trip to go further than one state. <laughs> yeah, from Maryland to West Virginia. We'll, we'll go further along the way. <laughs> Lord knows, we might even cross into Ohio. <laughs> yeah, heaven forbid. Uh, so we we have our stuff planned through the year, but after that, could totally be up for some more cryptid stuff. So if you want, drop us a line. Again. Yeah, I could take a cryptid line all the way, just continue. Anywhere, yeah. yeah. But today, we are not talking about cryptids. Today, we are doing Norse November again, at the very end of November. <laughs> Just in time for Thanksgiving, we're going to tell you folks about Odin and the meat of poetry. Odin and his relentless quest to be a know-it-all. Yeah, to be the all-knowing, all-father, all-around kind of a dick. Yep. One-eyed Willie, as they call him. Yeah, one-eyed Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, so, around the time when time began, um... At the beginning of time, as some might say. Around the time when, yes. Not long after the start of it all, as some of us... The start of it all. With the giant purple cow, Arumla and Ymir were slain... <laughs> I said words. Arumla. Arumla? I don't know. What's a giant purple cow? We went over it in the, the origin story. What? The Norse or creation myth. I don't think we did a Norse creation myth yet. Did we? Did we not? I don't think we did. I think we just like hit the ground running. <laughs> oh, I think we jumped right into Loki Whoops. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like maybe we did just jump right into to Loki. Well, at the start of it all, there was this giant purple cow, Adhumla. One that I'd run horn flying purple cow eater. Oh, boy. And Ymir, uh, the first. Well... He, he was, the cow was just licking the salt lick of life. That's about right. And Ymir was just the drinking the purple milk. Of the cow? Ew. You know. Uh, but they were slain by uh, Ymir's son, Odin, and Vivili. Oh, no, and V and Vili. There's, there's more. Vivili. Vivili. Vidi, Vidi, They They slain Ymir to make the world. And uh, that's that's where we're, we're at now. Okay, so after the creation myth that we will eventually cover in a later episode. I mean, we'll butcher it, but probably better. Uh, so, they were slain by Odin. They made the world. And not long after that, we got this great war between all the gods. Because, you know, that's what they do. And the Aesir and the Vanir are duking it out. Aesir and Vanir. So the Aesir, that's, that's where you get the gods, you know. The, the god gods. The god gods. The you ones got, you know. You got your Thor. You got your Sif. Okay, okay, so yeah, this is where all the, the Norse gods you really know. Your Odin, your, t- your Thors, your Tears, your Days of the Week. Well, also, you got your 
So those are the Aesir. Now the Vanir are more like pretty and fertility gods and plant gods. That's where you They're get the farmers. That's where you get your Freyr and your Freya. The pretty people. Your pretty gods. Those are the siblings and it, Freyr and Freya. You get Friday from them. So from from both. Yeah, we'll pick one. It's probably uh, Freyr. Siblings. It's probably Freyr. He's the dude. Probably. Okay, so it was an evenly matched war of attrition that neither side could win, even though one side was totally all the badass warriors and the other well, side was like farmers. Farmers have hoes and rakes and like the 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 scythes to harvest the grain. Yeah, and that's that's where they realized you need both. You need both. You need the war, and you also need the food. Yeah, you gotta have you have the good fun of it's war. It's all about feasting, y'all. It's the war before the feast, and then the food of the feast itself. Exactly, and you can't feast without fields and farms. And war. Don't and, forget war. And and why would you even feast without a war? Right? So they were like duking it out, and they were like, hey, you know, we need each other. Yeah, so they came together, and they had a, they had a truce. And so... To mark that truce, they did what you, they did what we do in every truce. Look it up. Look it. Shake hands and write a little treaty, sign our names to a parchment? Yeah, no, they spit in a vat. Eww. Together, though. They gave it the good old God spit. That's disgusting. They, well, they, they spit in their hands, too, before shaking? It's, it's like, the yeah, the spit and shake on it. Well, they, they spit in a vat and probably shook it up. Gross. And then they had a huge feast, now that they had salivated Ugh. And they ate and ate and drank and drank and caroused merrily. Oh, I'm already feeling it. Ugh. Oh, and after they partied all night and uh, they they did the godly, they're doing the godly walk of shame. But but as they they're were all hungover, waking up and they're like, ah, oh, gotta go back to our perspective battlefields and fields. I was like, oh, I slept with you tonight. Uh, don't uh, call me, I'll call you. And my people will call your people. You know. Except Odin, who's just like, don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> don't but, ever speak to me. But then Odin also, he, he looks around, and he's like, don't be ashamed to waste this good vat of God spit, yeah? yeah. So uh, Freya and Freya, you know, being the uh, the brilliant little Vanir they were, they're like, we should make a man out of this God Freya spit. Freya is always looking to make a man out of anything. It's like a dust bunny. She's like, make a man out of it. Mud? Make a man out of it. Literal Mo- shit. Make Mulan, a man out of it. Make a man. I'll, she'll make a that man out of you. That was her favorite. Mu- that was her favorite Disney song. Coincidentally, it's coincidentally everyone's favorite Disney. She song. missed the total, like you know, the actual meaning of it, and she was like, "Yes, yes, make more men." It's so much better than like an "I want" song, mm-hmm. unless it's "I want to make a man out of you." That's Freya's song. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "All right, we'll make a man out of this good God spit." Ew. And so they did, and Freya took it and made a little spittle dude. Oh. Oh, and they uh, called him Kvasir, and that he was that dude wasn't a man. Like dry heaving over here. <laughs> well, he, he was male, but he was a god, made from the joining of the. Don't say it. The Aesir and the Vanner. Yep. Okay. Spit. Ah! He became the wisest of the gods, the goodest, oh. and they'd uh, they'd ask him questions, and he'd always dole out some good wisdoms. And then one day, Kvasir turns to the gods and goddesses and gives them the wisdom that he must go now. He's got to go travel. But there are questions that he has not yet been asked, and he does not know the answer to. You know, every little bird needs to fly away from the nest. He's got to go backpacking, into the wild style. Burns all his money, you know, sets off with no direction, and says, no more mortal bonds of relationships until I get to Alaska and die. Nah, nah, nah. Well, similar similarities somewhere. (laughs) Nah, he, he backpacks across Europe. He, like, hits up Oktoberfest. 
he's just you know he he's he it's more like he he gets to Norway and dies or something instead of Alaska. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's it's close. Fungus and potatoes. So Kavassier's doing his wandering wise man gig, just like, you know, I've, I've got doing like the Plato-Socrates thing, where he just wanders around like a homeless hermit and just dishes out wisdom to anyone who will listen. Yeah, usually to someone who hasn't asked for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like most Like Plato and Socrates. <laughs> yeah. And so there was these two dark elves, uh, you know, dwarves. Oh yeah, the funny thing about dark elves and like Norse myth is that they're dwarves, which is so like... Elder Scrolls, on like Elder Scrolls myth, right? Oh yeah, no. Well, the, those are the the Dwemer or the dwarves, but the but dark dwarves elves are elves, right? Yeah, the dwarves are elves, so Which is that's cool. the same. Cause, but in Elder Scrolls, the dark elves are the, the Dunmer. Yeah. So they are different, but the the dark the dwarves are a form of elf. Yeah, and so in this one, they're dark elves, but they're dwarves. Yeah, dark they're elves. Yeah, if you look at Niflheim, if you look at Norse mythology, and you're like, ah, dwarves. You know, Art Deco. Those are dark elves. Yeah, part We're, of Niflheim. Yeah, and they're living in this fortress by the sea. Oh, and Kavassar is wandering Midgard. Like he's he's not in Niflheim. He's he's wandering uh, Midgard to you know make the world better. He might be dabbling in some Niflheim. No, but he's 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 in he's in Midgard when he meets these two dark elf dwarves, two brothers, two alchemists, two builders. They were Fjellar and Galar. Fjellar and Galar. That's what I I'm think going it's with. It's Fjellar and Galar. It's Fjellar and Galar to me. So they heard Kavassir was visiting a nearby town, and they're like, we gotta meet this dude. So we gotta steal him. Steal him? Steal his knowledge? They gotta steal Kavassir. Oh, him. Alright. And they've, well, yeah, because he's a smartass. Just the whole thing. The whole dude. So they found Kavassir at the Great Hall doing his wise god shtick. And he's teaching the folks how to, you know, how to cook, how to clean, how to purify water. Turn water into wine. He's pointing out which one of them is Loki. Oh, that's a that's a god pastime. That's really. <laughs> a god pastime. It's like, it was the old it was the old giant woman. It giant was always woman. the old giant woman. It's Loki's favorite form, really. That and a sexy horse. And a salmon. Every time he's like, it's this. It was there's the last like a, one you think, but it was him. There's like a salmon in the lecture hall, just like sitting in one of the pews, and he's like, "It's that one," and no, he's like, "Ah, oh, foiled again." No, it's a, it's he's on a plate. He's he's baked. He's breaded, but but they're like, he's like, "This one's Loki," and they just stab him with it. a fork. He's like, "Ah, shit!" And the salmon just gets up and walks away in his little like fin feet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. all huffy. <laughs> so they found Kavassir doing this, and Faelor and Galar approach him, and they say. We have a question for you that's never been asked, but we, but must be asked in private. May we steal you away? And he's like, "Ooh, intriguing." He's like, "Yeah, that's an uh, that's a trap." Sure, I'll go. <laughs> that's bait. <laughs> that's, that's bait. I'm in. So he goes with them, and the dwarves took Kvasir back to the lair, and Kvasir's walking around. You know, they didn't gag him or anything. He just went willingly. So he's asking about everything they got in there. He's like, "Oh, what are these two vats? Look at the stuff. Isn't it neat?" Wouldn't you think your collection's complete? And they're like, almost. Uh, so Phalar and Galen are like, oh, those two vats are son and bottom. Don't you know everything, Mr. Know-it-all, dude? And he's like, no, I didn't. And then Kavassar's like, oh, why do you have another kettle? What's that's name? And they're like, oh, this this one we call it Odrear-rear. Odrear. And he's looking around at their, their honey supplies, and he's like, hey, you guys got buckets of honey. But no bees. And... That's a good question. <laughs> Where are you getting your honey from? Who's your honey? Ma- who's your honey pot? Who's your honey daddy? <laughs> Where's the honey pot? And uh, this one, the dwarves are like, okay, wise guy, when can we ask our question? And uh, and 
capacitor is like, all right, all right, fine. And so they ask, like, ah, what is our question? And capacitor is oh. like, oh, well, you guys are super evil and smart. And yeah, you want to kill me. You know, kill me and put me in odor rare. And you can blend it with this honey and make a super awesome mead. It's going to be really delicious, really strong. Really and, bloody. And give the gift of poetry to whoever drinks it. And they're like, hmm, they're like, intriguing idea. They're like, damn, well, that's a better idea than we had. Yeah, we were just going to, like, kill him and bury him. We just were tired of you, man. Yeah, no one likes a know-it-all, Kavazir. <laughs> no one likes a know-it-all. Odin, you too. But but Kavazir knew it all, and so they killed him. They killed him, and they drained his godblood. They, they hung him upside down, and they just ble- they stuck him and bled him into the mead. Ugh. And they made the mead, and they did all that, and they drank it up, and it was it was really good. I mean, mead is good. We we had mead tonight, but we were drinking god blood. Yeah, no, but we probably weren't drinking the mead of poetry. Maybe we were. This, Maybe this is poetic coming out of our mouths. Yeah, I don't know. Just don't discredit it yet. We're, we're building up to a good conclusion. You know, we are drinking the mead of poetry. Just listen to our our words and our storytelling, and for just a moment, uh, Fialar and Kalar, Galar. Were really good at poetry. They were really smart. Oh shit! They were like doling out the the Edgar Allan Poe and the like nah, yeah, the Oscar they, wildness. They were. They were. I don't know if he's a poet. They were Byroning. T. S. Eliot. I think he's a poet. T. S. Eliot's a poet. They were. Hey. They were Alfred. Jack London. <laughs> uh, they were Alfred Lord Tennyson. Yeah. They, oh, no, he's a writer. <laughs> they, they were Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. We've named enough poets. Don't you know it's. <laughs> Okay, so they, 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 that night they wrote all of the greatest poems. No, that's a lie. This is not part of the story. They wrote some poems. They didn't write anything. They just got drunk and told each other good poetry, like a Def Jam or something. Oh, yeah. Poetry Jam. Yeah, so the next day, the gods showed up and like, hey, we got a missing gods report. They have Uh, like the little like uh, milk carton that has Kavassier on it. And they're like, hey, um... Have you? Oh, okay. Have you seen this god? Have you seen this god? He was last seen heading uh, this this to this secondary location with two fellas matching your descriptions. Never go to a secondary location, guys. Never follow to a secondary Street location. Cavaster should have known if he was so wise. Sure, <laughs> reached into the future and saw the John Mulvaney sketch. Yeah, he should have known. Should have known. And since uh, they were real smart and poetic, though, they came up with a clever ruse. Ah, Kavassir died choking on his own wisdom. There's his body over there. It's all yours. We didn't do anything. <laughs> Wait, they just like it's like a sh- it's like a husk of a body just like thrown in the trash pit. Oh, it's entirely <laughs> it's been stuck. It's been bled. It's been drained, and, and it's, it's just, just like in the trash. It's just like <laughs> deflated, uh, just like next to the trash can. Like, we meant to take that out for trash day next Monday. And of course, I mean Thor led this god search party, so him and the gang are like, that seems legit. Let's take him. They just, like, roll them up like a little, like, yoga mat and swing them over the side. Well, they were like, well, gods don't really die. He'll be back in a little bit. He's yeah. just... God death ain't permanent. He's just dried out right now. <laughs> we'll just hang him up to dry. Nah, we'll just, you know, we'll fill him... We'll, you will pump him full of mead and... More god spit. <laughs> so they hoard... So, so... Phalar K- F- and Kalar hoarded the mead for themselves. They didn't tell Thor and the gang about the mead. Yeah, they're just like, here's your body husk. And they use the smarts to proceed with their evil plans, which was somewhere between pranks and vengeance on everyone they know. As you do. As you do when you're really smart now. So they killed the giant Gilling and his wife, Gilling's wife. <laughs> Generic Gilding's wife. Gilling wife. And they drank and they boasted about it super loud. 
but with like like really good verse. They were real epic about how they killed this giant. They're doing the sagas. Yeah, they they like drown him in a boat or something, you know. Well, it's way more poetic than they say it. Drown him in the water. They were in the boat. That's that's a little bit better. But they were these just smug assholes, just shouting to the rooftops about it. So the next morning, they're hungover. They wake up in a boat, and they're just like, "We're in a boat." Wait, we 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 were in a boat last night. It was great, but we didn't pass out in the boat, and they didn't. They're tied up, and the boat's being rowed by the giant Sutung, or Sutunger. Uh, yeah, so to add an R to everything. In fact, Faelar and Galar. Well, there's an R at the end. There are two R's sometimes. So Suttinger is like, Hello, my name is Suttinger the Gianter. <laughs> you killed my father and mother. Prepare to die. Oh, snacks. And so they, they're they just like, Well, we're not, we're not prepared to die. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can try, bro. And he's like, all right, and just throws them over the side. And, and they're like, oh, shit, he followed through. I was like, oh, he no, our he, he tried. Oh, we're uh, we're not prepared to die. Wait, wait, take, do you want some poetry? You want some mead? You mead want, of poetry? You want some of that sweet, sweet mead? Hey, hey. honey words. Something, something. You want what we killed? Here, take some mead of poetry. And, and something's like, cool, I'll take it all. Something pulled them out of the water, and he didn't, and he went back, and he took it all. So they got to live to tell the tale. Of their cowardice. To tell the tale. and Tell the tale. <laughs> and they, they they did tell it. And they told it loud enough for uh, Odin's ravens. Uh, Hugin and Mugen. Hunan and Mugen. Hugin and Munin. Hugin and Munin. To hear it. Uh, they heard it in the back. They were listening. As ravens do. Always listening. Nevermore. Evermore. And then at Asgard... Um, Odin's ravens, uh, Hugin Minunin, were telling them what's up. And they told them, what happened to their boy Kip here? Odin was like, oh no, I gotta go. I already lost an eye for the knowledge of the world. What's gonna stop me from the poetry of the world? Odin just wants it all. He, he wants it all. Odin wants to be it all, do it all, see it all. He wants to be a career woman and a family man and have a successful, like, life. And an eight-legged horse. Yeah. But first... Gods, gods, gods uh, of Asgard. Bring, make me three big wooden vats. Kavasia's coming back and I'm, I am I need the best drill in Asgard. Ratty. And Thor's like making them. He's like, did you say bats? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> These wooden bats do not serve you well anymore, father. He's, he's got a bat and it's a baseball joke. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a baseball bat and then a wooden bat. <laughs> He's like, which one do you need? Which one do you want? Which one do you need, old father? And then Odin's like, oh, yeah, and bring, and bring my, my whetstone. I've got some trickery and murder plots of scheming. The whetstone doesn't have a name. The drill gets a name. The whetstone doesn't. Ratty, the best drill in Asgard. It's a ratty drill. It's not the best. And the whetstone. It's not the best drill unless who's, it's ratty. Whose name we shall live as Willie. Willie the whetstone. He just goes by Willie Whetstone. <laughs> so Odin went to Suttung's brother. I know. He took the, the drill, he took the whetstone, he took the scheme and murder plots. Went to Suttung's brother, Baugi, who owns a farm. Went to Baugi's farm. And he saw, he had all these other giants as slaves. Cutting the grass with some dull eyes, you know. Just doing... Doing manual labor. Manual labor, as thralls are, are to do. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, hey, you guys, you look like your sides are dull, like your faces. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, your sides are dull. So how about my Willie the Whetstone <laughs> can uh, sharpen those guys up for you? No tricks, I promise. No tricks, I promise. And sure enough, he does, like, sharpen them up. And they cut, they cut the grass real super good. They do. And um, so then he's like, cool, you... Uh, Y'all can have my whetstone, but only one of you can have the whetstone. It'd be ridiculous to share amongst yourselves. You know, greedy. Do it. So he's like, I'm going to toss the whetstone up in the air. Everyone get around in a circle. Make sure you're holding your scythe. You're just like that. No no drooping, number 10. All right, everyone hold your scythe straight up. All right, all right. Now, everyone, everyone, everyone in a circle. Everyone in a circle. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not in a circle. I'm just going to toss it up. You're going to dodge out of the way like it's Russian roulette. What? Like, <laughs> what? He just says, what? What? And then he tells it, and he's like, go get it! And he steps back comically. Mm-hmm. Well, he dives. Yeah. And then they, they all jump up, and comically they accidentally kill each other as if it's... Uh, the horrible dismemberment. Oh, yeah. Everybody cuts a thing off. <laughs> and uh, they all die, because they're dumb. Sorry. They're dull like their blades were. And then Odin picks the stone up, and he's like, ah, well... Don't need this shit anymore. Tosses over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Willie the Whetstone. Yeah, that's all I needed. And so he knocks, he's knocking on Baugi's door, and uh, in disguise, you knock, know. Knock, knock, knocking on Baugi's door. He in dis- he's disguised as a Bulverker. Bulverker. You know, one of Loki's favorite disguises, too. So it says his name is Bulverker, and he's looking for work. Really? And, and the giant? Nah, just, oh. maybe Loki's been Bulverker, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They're both, they're both tricksters. And Jared says, I got workers. I don't need you. And Odin looks around and just, like, motions to the mess of bodies behind him. like, not anymore. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, but I can do their work. And then some. Oh, you. And, uh, <laughs> and Boggy's like, pay one man for the work of nine. This sounds like a four, it sounds like a future work ethic. Oh, yeah. Why did I, why did I need nine when one person can just be overworked to do all the work of nine? Mm-hmm. All right. So Odin does the work of the nine giants, plus some, and he's like, hey, the only compensation I ask is for some of the meat of poetry. But I was like, I, I got that meat of poetry. And then That's he's like, I was like, wait, wait, I, nothing. And then, and then Odin's like, wait, what'd you say? And he's like, oh, that meat is protected by uh, Sutting's daughter, Gunlod. She's in a mountain protecting it. Yeah, and Sutting has, like, final say over this meat. And Odin's like, take me to him. Uh, Odin's like, a deal's a deal, man. I did the work. I was going to get the meat of poetry. So things like, you know, what what honor do I have on myself as a giant who owns a farmland if I do not hold up, like, trade-based arguments? That's Baugi. He's a fair, well, slave-owning like asshole giant. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I'll take you to Sutting. So they, <laughs> go, they go to Sutting, but Baugi takes him to Sutting, and Sutting just looks like, the fuck? That's Odin! <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't know he's Odin, but he's like, I'm not going to give my meat to somebody, some hired hand that you picked up. Like, it's my meat. I'm not just going to give this up. Get the fuck out of here. When did you start paying your workers, Baugi? He basically laughs them out of this hall, and Baugi is, like, super upset that Odin, or that something was so mad at him. And uh, Odin in disguise as Bolsheviker is like... Bolshevik. Bolshe- <laughs> no. <laughs> We will take the means of of mead production. Yeah, so he's like, hey, let's play a trick on your brother to get back at him. Let's take the mead. He's like, come on, Baugi. Mm. Uh, you, you, here, you're you're on you're on my side. You're not on his side. He doesn't let you have the mead, does he? Yeah, Baugi's like, no, I've never tasted any of that mead, any. That poetry still sucks. 
And Odin's like, oh, I see. I mean, yeah, let's do it. So he's like, hey, Baugi, we're climbing this mountain, you know, Spolinkin having a good time. Can you take this drill and drill into the mountain, like, you know, through it so we can, like, enter the chamber of mead? Yeah, we're not taking, we don't need doors where we're going, Baugi. We're just going to drill right into the mountain. Just, drill, just, baby, drill. Just get ready. I got the future. Just drilling. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Baugi does it because um, Odin's just a real, real slick, slick Wednesday. Yeah, it's a slick Wednesday. It's a slick Willie Whetstone Wednesday. <laughs> So they use a super drill, like in Gurren Logan, to just drill into the side of the mountain. And Odin, Odin's just watching Baggy do it, and he's like, all right, first thing, gotta go deeper. You gotta dig a little deeper. Second thing, Baggy's like, what? What's the second thing? And Odin says nothing. He's like, just drill all the way through, man. I yeah. got it. So Baggy goes ahead and drills all the way through, and he's like, I think we did it. And Odin's like, hmm, yes, I see your handiwork. And as he's, like, peering in... Baugi rears back to try to lobotomize him with a drill to the face. Yeah, he's trying to lobotomize Bulverker, who he does not realize is Odin. No. Just this Bulverker guy. He's like, fuck this guy. I'm a giant. I'm going to just kill him. Right? That's what I do. <laughs> Sudden and inevitable betrayal. So Odin's like, ha ha, I saw that coming. And like dodges it like the Matrix. Oh, yeah, because Odin was ready. Because it wasn't a sudden and inevitable betrayal. It was more like a slow burn constantly was never on your side. Yeah, Odin was like, bitch, I saw this coming, and then transformed into a snake and slithered through the hole. Oh, he slithered right into the hole, and the, dr- and, and the drill wasn't one big drill. I mean, you know, it was snake it was probably size. Like a, it was like a hand crank drill, which oh. to a giant is probably like a huge drill to us, but oh, for it was, him, it's just like a little hand crank. It was totally a hand crank, you know, ratty. Best in hand crank drills. <laughs> That's why they call it ratty. <laughs> it's a ratty instrument. If, ain't a, if it ain't a ratty, it ain't a drill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been playing Outer Worlds. <laughs> so <laughs> Odin slithered in through the hole and he's like, Cool, I'm in. Now what do I do? And so he looks and he sees Gunlot over there, just chilling. He's like, I got a plan. So he takes a note out of Horace's book and transforms uh, into a handsome man. Well, yeah, well, Bulvacure is a handsome man. Yeah, so he makes himself a handsome giant to, you know, there's Gunlot. She's doing her thing. Bulverger is a handsome giant, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 So, he <laughs> must have a huge Gronstucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, he appears to Gunlod, who, for her part, stands up and is a warrior and is like, the fuck you doing here? Step back, man. I'm going to kill you. I was, I'm here to guard Mead and kick ass and I'm all out of, well, I'm here to do both. Yeah. <laughs> And he, like, falls to his knees, and he's all, like, dramatic, and he's like, oh, once again, I am... I'm Bulvercure, and I came not for meat, but I came for the... Uh, to gaze upon the beautiful Gunlord. And she just, like, looks looks around and, is, like, points at herself. Me? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yes, your beauty has been foretold for so long, and I'm so glad to be able to see it, and oh, I wish I had... Some sort of skill in poetry and song verse that I could sing of your praises for here on out. To compose some poetry as beautiful, just a drop as beautiful as you are. And she's like, all right, I'm listening. And and, and, he, and she's she's eventually won over, and they sex a lot. Yeah, they sex like three whole times. Three whole times. No, they sex like three whole days. 
Yeah, exactly. Like three days and he's all just, every single time he's like, oh, I wish I had the technical knowledge to compose poetry to describe your beauty through the ages. She's just like, ah, that's what they all say. Right. They're all just... <laughs> they go months for some. They're smoking it. It's just like, this is, this is what every guy says. Yeah, so eventually she concedes because, like, Norse love, love stories and poems and just, like, sagas of themselves. Especially, like, beauty and Beauty, bravery. bravery. Yeah, and just, like, how great they are throughout the ages. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's just... That's what we still have. The Norse love of that is why we have these stories today. And Snorri Sturluson, who was like, I'm gonna write this shit down. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. Snorri Sturluson, who wrote this shit down. Yeah, because it was mostly like an oral tradition. Just do it. Oh my god, it got beer all over the computer. Shit. So, Gunlon finally is like, yo, I'll show you where the vats are. But here's the thing. You can only take one sip, one little tiny sip from each vat. And go oh, and uh, Odin in disguise as a bowl of worker sugar is like <laughs> he, both, he just pulls out a little thimble. It's like this is all I'll take and just then to be able to tell of your beauty. Yeah, and then they sex again. Yeah, and then... they like sex on their way to this place. So she like opens it up hump and is step, like hump step, hump step. <laughs> and she's like here, take a sip. And he's like, you got it, babe. And so of course Odin, this scheming rascal, is just like. Suck picks, back each Picks vat. up the whole vat. Like, picks up two vats in his arms and just chugs like it's yeah. a kegger. Yeah, he does, like, the keg stand just fully, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, he drinks it down to the last drop, and he's... Son, Bowden, and, uh, Oderverer. Yeah, he drinks all three, and he's like, did I do that? Did I do that? And so he's like, peace, and transforms into a giant eagle and flies out of the mountain. And it's like, thanks for all the sex and the mead, but mostly the mead. The sex was all me. I'm great. Yeah, pretty much. You know, for how much, like, the, the Norse gods, like, hate giants and consider them sort of like a rival, they, like, sex them and make a lot of deals with them. Oh, oh, they, they interact with them more than anyone else. Like More than the elves, more than the Vanir, who yeah. are, like, their equals. Oh, yeah, no, the... the... It's like y'all are like inter interconnecting with these giants a lot more than you should be for something you're like, I will destroy all giants. I mean like Odin's parents it's like everyone's parents were either gods or giants. Pretty like, much, yeah. And it's just like they're just sexing and like making deals and, and like, making more gods and making more giants and, and it's and just competing in like Olympic style games. It's just like a random chance of like, well, oh, a giant and a god had sex and a, a god was born or a giant was born. Who knows? <laughs> it's a fifty fifty choice. <laughs> and, and but flip a coin. But but like Sutton, who is just is just like he's just he's like just coming like back home. He's like walking up the mountain, opening he's got the like door. Groceries in both oh, hands. Oh yeah, he puts the groceries down. He's like taking off his hat, putting down his putting his coat on the rack, and all he hears is Gunlod screaming, "My mead! I've been had!" And he just and he like like Spidey sense like my mead. <laughs> what? So then he transforms into an eagle as well, because I guess everyone fucking has eagle powers. They all have eagle powers, and they're going. The giant eagles are going to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> because that is where they're going. <laughs> so so Sonniger and transforms into an eagle to chase Odin the eagle. So it's an eagle chase. It's e it's let the eagles fly higher it's like and higher. It's like racing in the <laughs> in the trenches. 
except eagle racing in the skies, and they're racing to Isengard. Sun Guard's like taking like bites out of Odin's feathers, and Odin's like, "Hey!" And it's just their like, eagle fighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Odin makes it to Isengard at the last minute, and Isengard is where Thor and the gang, Thor, Thor and, and all, gang. <laughs> have, Thor and his gang from earlier, who this, Thor is somehow the smartest one. <laughs> Thor's the most can-do attitude. Thor, Thor, <laughs> Thor is a real go-getter. You know one of the others, like, supervised, and Thor's actually the one that made stuff? That's how that works. Oh, yeah, no, it's Loki. It's like Loki and Thor, yeah. and Thor did all the work, and Loki's just there to... to Loki sp- gets none of the credit. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Loki did none of Well, sometimes he does all the work. But <laughs> anyway, but they're, they're in Isengard and they got these vats, and 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 Thor and Loki are just talking like, "What do you think these vats are for?" <laughs> and, so, and Loki's like, "Your butt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Tyr like high fives, but he's like missing the arm, so he like misses. So Loki just forms another Loki and high fives himself. And, yeah. And Tyr's just sad. Tyr's just sad in the corner. <laughs> Tyr's like Tuesdays suck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Tears days suck. So, um, Odin is racing with his little e- his little eagle feathers are pumping, pumping, and he's like, "I'm getting really sick. Like this is a lot of exercise after drinking three full vats of meat. You know, it's like when you drink a full beer at a marathon. It's a terrible idea." So he's like, "Oh God!" And then <laughs> he sees the vats in front of him, and he's like, "It's now or never!" And just like blah, 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 vomits, just vomits all of the meat <laughs> into the vat. He, he, well, he's a bird now, so, well, yeah, no, he vomits it. He feeds those vats like they're, they're his baby eagles. <laughs> Majestic. Yeah, and, and so he, he spits it all, he spits out as much as he can. And it's said that the meat in those vats, that landed in those vats, is said to inspire the best song of poetry in every man. Oh, it's the good mead for good poetry. If you drink that poetry, you're drinking eagle vomit. You're drinking eagle vomit that was made from the blood and meat. The blood and honey of a slain god. All, all I have to say is, but what about the honey? I feel like that honey had to be pretty special, too. No, it's just regular honey. That's actually the funny part. That's the secret. Actually, the honey was special because it was like immaculate conception honey. There were no bees. Oh, it was lavender honey. Oh, no, 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 Honeysickle honey. Oh. Double the honey. Elderflower honey. You know, those Ooh. are the three different flavors. <laughs> those are the Odin rear and the Bowden inside. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, well, Odin rear. That's just, that's the elderflower one. And Loki was and like, real. yo, let's put some uh, some mistletoe in this one. Yeah. And now uh, Bragi just comes and smacks his hand. <laughs> Later, yo, Loki. <laughs> And so, uh... If you didn't get that, listen to our... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Death of Balder episode. Yeah, Balder's Fate. Balder's Fate. Listen to all of our Norse episodes. Don't listen to all of our Norse episodes. They're really bad quality, I'm sorry. But they're very funny. Okay, okay, no. Excuse us, the bad S's. Okay, Ragnarok and Roll and Balder's Fate sound pretty good and everything since then. Yeah. Pretty good. Some pretty good stories otherwise, though. Okay, but that's the mead that came from Odin's mouth. It's the good mead. But Odin spit out and Suttinger was... Still chasing his birdie ass. Mm-hmm. So to get Suttinger off his trail. He does what every eagle does when it's being chased. He's very nervous. He lets out a very nervous, very wet fart in Suttinger's face. Oh, he basically sharts in his face. Yeah, just shit. Just straight in Suttinger's face. Just meaty shit. A wet fart. Not meaty, but meaty. <laughs> a wet fart. And uh, that... Still contains some of Kvasir, but not, no, not the good stuff. 
Not the vomit. The so, other stuff. So that is quite literally where all the shit poetry comes <laughs> from. Is from Suttinger and the shit mead fart that went in his face. The good poetry comes from the birdie vomit. From the eagle birdie vomit Kvasir's body mead. The bad poetry comes from the shit bird fart mead. <laughs> fart mead. If you take nothing else from that, take that. Yep. So, <laughs> what mead do you think we drank from tonight, Christian? <laughs> I don't you know. Want... Depending on some comments, it could be either. <laughs> we spilled so much mead this episode. We did. It's ev- it's everywhere. I, I I don't think I've spilled it. These will come to us. I don't think I've spilled more during an episode than this one. So, thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Um, we are still on schedule to have, I think, two episodes in December. Well, I promise. Two new episodes. I promise nothing. We'll try our best. We'll try our best. But uh, thank you guys so much for sticking with us with this hiatus. Or, or if you're the first, or this is the first time, you know, and you yeah, and welcome. you decide to join a show and listen from the top instead of from the first episode when they didn't know what they were doing. It was I mean, the sixtieth episode when they still don't know what they're doing, but the quality's a little bit better. Yeah, we're less like horrible s's. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye.